Sahih Bukhari, a Hadith reading by Nolan Alford. Volume 1, Book 2, Belief. Chapter 7, narrated by Ibn Umar. Allah's Apostle said, Islam is based on the following five principles. 1. To testify that none has the right to be worshipped, but Allah and Muhammad is Allah's Apostle. 2. To offer the compulsory congregational prayers dutifully and perfectly. 3. To pay zakat, also known as obligatory charity. 4. To perform hajj, also known as the pilgrimage to Mecca. And 5. To observe fast during the month of Ramadan. Chapter 8, narrated by Abu Huraira. The Prophet said, Belief consists of more than 60 branches. It also consists of Haya. Author's note, the term Haya covers a large number of concepts which are to be taken together. Amongst them are self-respect, modesty, bashfulness, and scruple, etc., as a part of faith. Chapter 9, narrated by Abdullah bin Amr. The Prophet said, a Muslim is the one who avoids harming Muslims with his tongue and hands, and an emigrant is the one who gives up all what Allah has forbidden. Chapter 10, narrated by Abu Musa. Some people asked Allah's Apostle, Whose Islam is the best? As in, who is a very good Muslim? The Prophet replied, one who avoids harming the Muslims with his tongue and hands. Chapter 11, narrated by Abdullah bin Amr. A man asked the Prophet, What sort of deeds or what qualities of Islam are good? The Prophet replied, To feed the poor and greet those whom you know and those whom you do not know. Chapter 12, narrated by Anas. The Prophet said, None of you will have faith till he wishes for his Muslim brother what he likes for himself. Chapter 13 Narrated by Abu Huraira Allah's Apostle said, By him in whose hand my life is, none of you will have faith till he loves me more than his father and his children. Chapter 14 Narrated by Anas The Prophet said, None of you will have faith till he loves me more than his father, his children, and all mankind. Chapter 15 Narrated by Anas The Prophet said, Whoever possesses the following three qualities will have the sweetness of faith. The first is the one to whom Allah and his Apostle becomes dearer than anything else. The second, who loves a person, and he loves him only for Allah's sake. The third, who hates to revert to atheism, as he hates to be thrown into the fire. Chapter 16, narrated by Anas. The Prophet said, Love for the Ansar is a sign of faith, and hatred for the Ansar is a sign of hypocrisy. Chapter 17, narrated by Ubada bin 
Az-Samit, who took part in the Battle of Badr and was a Nakib, also known as a person heading a group of six people, on the night of Al-Aqaba's pledge. Allah's Apostle said while in a group of his companions were around him, Swear allegiance to me, for, firstly, not to join anything in worship along with Allah, not to steal, not to commit illegal sexual intercourse, not to kill your children, not to accuse an innocent person of a crime or spread the accusation amongst people, not to be disobedient when ordered to do a good deed. The Prophet added, Whoever among you fulfills his pledge will be rewarded by Allah, and whoever indulges in any one of them except the ascription of partners to Allah and gets the punishment in this world, that punishment will be an expiation for that sin. And if one indulges in any of them, and Allah conceals his sin, it is up to him to forgive or punish him in the hereafter. Ubara bin Az-Samit added, So we swore allegiance for these, and he points to Allah's Apostle. Chapter 18 Narrated by Abu Sayyid al-Qudri Allah's Apostle said, A time will come that the best property of a Muslim will be sheep which he will take on top of the mountains and the places of rainfall as to flee with his religion from afflictions. Chapter 19 Narrated by Aisha Whenever Allah's Apostle ordered the Muslims to do something, he used to order them deeds which were easy for them to do. They said, O oh Allah's Apostle, we are not like you. Allah has forgiven your past and future sins. So Allah's Apostle became angry, and it was apparent on his face. He said, I am the most Allah-fearing, and know Allah better than all of you do. Chapter 20 Narrated by Anas The Prophet said, Whoever possesses the following three qualities will taste the sweetness of faith. The first is the one to whom Allah and his Apostle become dearer than anything else. Second, the one who loves a person, and he loves him only for Allah's sake. The third, is who hates to revert to disbelief after Allah has saved him from it, as he hates to be thrown in the fire. Chapter 21 Narrated by Abu Sayyid al-Qudri The Prophet said, When the people of Paradise will enter Paradise, and the people of Hell will go to Hell, Allah will order those who have had faith equal to the weight of a grain of a mustard seed to be taken out from hell. So they will be taken out, but by then they will be charred. Then they will be put in the river of rain, or life, and they will revive like a grain that grows near the bank of a flood channel. Don't you see that it comes out yellow and twisted? Chapter 22 Narrated by Abu Sayyid al-Qudri Allah's Apostle said, While I was sleeping, I saw in a dream some people wearing shirts of which some were reaching up to the breasts, only while others were even shorter than that. Umar bin al-Khattab was shown wearing a shirt that he was dragging. The people asked, How did you interpret it, O Allah's Apostle? The Prophet replied, It is the religion. 
Chapter 23, narrated by Abdullah bin Umar. Once Allah's apostle passed by a man who was admonishing to his brother regarding Haya. On that, Allah's apostle said, Leave him as Haya is a part of faith. Chapter 24, narrated by Ibn Umar. Allah's apostle said, I have been ordered by Allah to fight against the people until they testify that none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad is Allah's apostle, and offer the prayers perfectly, and give the obligatory charity. So if they perform that, then they save their lives and property from me, except for Islamic laws, and then their accounts will be done by Allah. Chapter 25 narrated by Abu Huraira. Allah's apostle was asked, What is the best deed? He replied, To believe in Allah and his apostle. The questioner then asked, What is the next in goodness? The prophet replied, To participate in religious fighting in Allah's cause. The questioner again asked, What is the next in goodness? He replied, to perform Hajj, the pilgrimage to Mecca. One must also perform Mubrur. Author's note, Mubrur is accepted by Allah and is performed with the intention of seeking Allah's pleasure only and not to show off and without committing a sin and in accordance with the tradition of the Prophet. Chapter 26 Narrated by Sa'ad Allah's Apostle distributed zakat amongst a group of people while I was sitting there but Allah's Apostle left a man who I thought was the best of the lot. I asked, O oh Allah's Apostle, why have you left that person? By Allah, I regard him as a faithful believer. The Prophet commented, or merely a Muslim. I remained quiet for a while, but could not help repeating my question because of what I knew about him. And then asked Allah's Apostle, why have you left so-and-so? By Allah, he is a faithful believer. The Prophet again said, or merely a Muslim. And I could not help repeating my question because of what I knew about him. And then the Prophet said, O Sa'ad, I give to a person while another is dearer to me, for fear that he might be thrown on his face in the fire of Allah. Chapter 27 Narrated by Abdullah bin Amr a person asked Allah's Apostle, What sort of deeds and or what qualities of Islam are good? He replied, To feed the poor and greet those whom you know and those whom you don't know. Chapter 28 Narrated by Ibn Abbas The Prophet said, I was shown the hellfire, and the majority of its dwellers were women who were ungrateful. It was asked, Do they disbelieve in Allah? Or are they ungrateful to Allah? The Prophet replied, They are ungrateful to their husbands, and are ungrateful for the favors and the good charitable deeds done to them. If you have always been good to one of them, and then she sees something in you not to her liking, she will say, I have never received any good from you. Chapter 29 Narrated by Al-Marur At ar Rabata. I met Abu Dar, who was wearing a cloak, and his slave, too, was wearing a similar one. 
I asked about the reason for it. He replied, I abused a person by calling his mother with bad names. The Prophet said to me, O oh Abu Dar, did you abuse him by calling his mother with bad names? You still have some characteristics of ignorance. Your slaves are your brothers, and Allah has put them under your command. So whoever has a brother under his command should feed him of what he eats and dress him of what he wears. Do not ask slaves to do things beyond their capacity, and if you do so, then help them. Chapter 30 Narrated by Al-Ahnaf bin Qais While I was going to help Ali ibn Abi Talib, Abu Bakr met me and asked, Where are you going? I replied, I am going to help that person. He said, Go back, for I have heard Allah's apostle saying, When two Muslims fight each other with their swords, both the murderer as well as the murdered will go in the hellfire. I said, O Allah's apostle, it is all right for the murderer, but what about the murdered one? Allah's apostle replied, He surely had the intention to kill his companion. Chapter 31 Narrated by Abdullah When the following verse was revealed, it is those who believe and confuse not their belief with wrong. The companions of Allah's apostle asked, Who is amongst us who had not done injustice before? Allah revealed, No doubt, joining others in worship with Allah is a great injustice indeed. Chapter 32 Narrated by Abu Huraira The Prophet said, The signs of a hypocrite are three. The first, whenever he speaks, he tells a lie. Two, whenever he promises, he always breaks that promise. Three, if you trust him, he proves to be dishonest. Chapter 33 Narrated by Abdullah bin Amr The Prophet said, Whoever has the following four characteristics will be a pure hypocrite, and whoever has one of the following four characteristics will have one characteristic of hypocrisy, unless and until he gives it up. The first is whenever he is entrusted, he betrays. The second is whenever he speaks, he tells a lie. The third is whenever he makes a covenant, he proves treacherous. And the fourth is whenever he quarrels, he behaves in a very imprudent, evil, and insulting manner. Chapter 34 Narrated by Abu Huraira Allah's Apostle said, Whoever establishes the prayers on the night of Qadr, out of sincere faith and hoping to maintain Allah's rewards, then all of his past sins will be forgiven. Chapter 35 Narrated by Abu Huraira The Prophet said, The person who participates in holy battles in Allah's cause, and nothing compels him to do so except belief in Allah and his Apostles, will be recompensed by Allah either with a reward or a booty if he survives, or will be admitted into paradise if he is killed in the battle as a martyr. Had I not found it difficult for my followers, then I would not remain behind any sariya going for jihad, and I would have loved to be martyred in Allah's cause, and then be made alive, and then be martyred, and then made alive, and then again martyred in his cause. Chapter 36 
narrated by Abu Huraira. Allah's Apostle said, Whoever establishes prayers during the nights of Ramadan faithfully, out of sincere faith, and hoping to attain Allah's rewards, all of his past sins will be forgiven. Chapter 37 Narrated by Abu Huraira Allah's Apostle said, Whoever observes fasts during the month of Ramadan out of sincere faith and hoping to attain Allah's rewards, then all his past sins will be forgiven. Chapter 38 Narrated by Abu Huraira The Prophet said, Religion is very easy, and whoever overburdens himself in his religion will not be able to continue in that way. So you should not be extremists, but try to be near to perfection and receive the good tidings that you will be rewarded, and gain strength by worshipping in the mornings and the nights. Chapter 39 Narrated by Al-Bara When the Prophet came to Medina, he stayed first with his grandfathers or maternal uncles from Ansar. He offered his prayers facing Baitul Maqdis. He offered his prayers facing Jerusalem for 16 or 17 months, but he wished that he could pray facing the Kaaba at Mecca. The first prayer which he offered facing the Kaaba was the Asr prayer in the company of some people. Then one of those who had offered that prayer with him came out and passed by some people in a mosque who were bowing during their prayers facing Jerusalem. He said, addressing them, By Allah, I testify that I have prayed with Allah's Apostle facing the Kaaba. Hearing that, those people changed their directions towards the Kaaba immediately. Jews and the people of the scriptures used to be pleased to see the Prophet facing Jerusalem in prayers, but when he changed his direction towards the Kaaba during his prayers, they disapproved of it. Al-Bara added, Before we changed our direction towards the Kaaba in prayers, some Muslims had died or had been killed, and we do not know what to say about them regarding their prayers. Allah then revealed, And Allah would never make your faith be lost, and Allah would never make the prayers of those Muslims invalid. Chapter 40 Narrated by Abu Huraira Allah's Apostles said, If any one of you strictly follow his Islamic religion, then his good deeds will be rewarded ten times to seven hundred times for each good deed, and a bad deed will be recorded as it is. Chapter 41 Narrated by Aisha Once the Prophet came while a woman was sitting with me. He said, Who is she? I replied, She is so-and-so, and told him about her excessive praying. He said disapprovingly, do good deeds which is within your capacity without being overtaxed, as Allah does not get tired of giving rewards, but surely you will get tired in the best deed, the act of worship, and the sight of Allah is that which is done regularly. Chapter 42 Narrated by Anas The Prophet said, Whoever said none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and has in his heart good faith equal to the weight of a barley grain will be taken out of hell. And whoever said, None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and has his heart good equal to the weight of a wheat grain will be taken out of hell. And whoever said, None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and has his heart in good faith equal to the weight of an atom 
will be taken out of hell. Chapter 43 Narrated by Umar bin al-Khattab Once a Jew said to me, O chief of the believers, there is a verse in your holy book which is read by all of you Muslims, and it had been revealed to us. And had it been revealed to us, we would have taken that day on which it was revealed as a day of celebration. Umar bin al-Khattab asked, Which is that verse? The Jew replied, This day I have perfected your religion for you, completed my favor upon you, and have chosen for you Islam as your religion. Umar replied, No doubt. We know when and where this verse was revealed to the Prophet. It was Friday, and the Prophet was standing at Arafat. Chapter 44 Narrated by Talha bin Ubaidullah A man from Najd, with unkempt hair, came to Allah's Apostle, and we heard his loud voice, but could not understand what he was saying, until he came near, and then we came to know that he was asking about Islam. Allah's Apostle said, You have to offer prayers perfectly five times in a day and night. The man asked, Is there any more praying? Allah's Apostle replied, No, but if you want to offer the Nawafil prayers, you can. Allah's Apostle further said to him, You have to observe fasts during the month of Ramadan. The man asked, Is there any more fasting? Allah's Apostle replied, No, but if you want to observe the Nabufil fasts, you can. Then Allah's Apostle further said to him, You have to pay the obligatory charity. The man asked, Is there anything other than the zakat for me to pay? Allah's Apostle replied, No, unless you want to give alms of your own. And then the man retreated, saying, By Allah, I will do neither less nor more than this. Allah's Apostle said, If what he said is true, then he will be successful, and he will be granted paradise. Chapter 45 Narrated by Abu Huraira Allah's Apostle said, A believer who accompanies the funeral procession of a Muslim out of sincere faith and hoping to attain Allah's reward and remains with it till the funeral prayer is offered and the burial ceremonies are over, he will return with a reward of two kirats. Each kirat is like the size of the Mount Uhud. He who offers the funeral prayer only and returns before the burial will return with the reward of one kirat only. Chapter 46 Narrated by Abdullah The Prophet said, Abusing a Muslim is an evil doing, and killing him is disbelief. Narrated Ubada bin al-Samit Allah's Apostle went out to inform the people about the date of the night of the decree, but there happened a quarrel between two Muslim men. The Prophet said, I came out to inform you about the date of the night of Al-Qadr, but as so and so and so and so quarreled, its knowledge was taken away, and maybe it was better for you. Now look for it in the seventh, the ninth, and the fifth of the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan. Chapter 47 Narrated by Abu Hudayra One day, while the Prophet was sitting in the company of some people, the angel Gabriel came and asked, What is faith? Allah's Apostle replied, Faith is to believe in Allah, 
his angels, and the meeting with him, his apostles, and to believe in resurrection. Then he further asked, What is Islam? Allah's apostle replied, To worship Allah alone and none else, to offer prayers perfectly, to pay the compulsory charity, and to observe fasts during the month of Ramadan. Then he further asked, What is Isan, also known as perfection? Allah's apostle replied, To worship Allah as if you see him. And if you cannot achieve this state of devotion, then you must consider that he is looking at you. Then he further asked, When will the hour be established? Allah's apostle replied, The answerer has no better knowledge than the questioner, but I will inform you about its importance. The first is when a slave gives birth to its master. Two, when the shepherds of black camels start boasting and competing with others in the construction of higher buildings. And the hour is one of five things which nobody knows except Allah. The prophet then recited, Verily, with Allah alone is the knowledge of the hour. Then that man Gabriel left, and the prophet asked his companions to call him back, but they could not see him. Then the prophet said, That was Gabriel who came to teach the people their religion. Abu Abdullah said, The prophet considered all that as a part of faith. Chapter 48 Narrated by Abdullah bin Abbas I was informed by Abu Sufyan that Heraclius said to him, I asked you whether they, the followers of Muhammad, were increasing or decreasing. You replied that they were increasing, and in fact, this is the way of true faith till it is complete in all respects. I further asked you whether there was anybody who, after embracing the Prophet's religion, Islam became displeased and discarded it. You replied in the negative, and in fact, this is a sign of true faith. When its delight enters the heart and mixes with them completely, nobody can be displeased with it. Chapter 49, narrated by An-Numan bin Bashir I heard Allah's apostle saying, Both legal and illegal things are evident, but in between them there are doubtful things, and most of the people have no knowledge about them. So whoever saves himself from these suspicious things saves his religion and his honor, and whoever indulges in these suspicious things is like a shepherd who grazes his animals near the private pasture of someone else and at any moment he is liable to get in it. O oh, people, beware! Every king has a private pasture, and the private pasture of Allah on the earth is his forbidden things. Beware! There is a piece of flesh in the body. If it becomes reformed, the whole body becomes good. But if it gets spoiled, the whole body gets spoiled. And that is the heart. Chapter 50 Narrated by Abu Jamra. I used to sit with Ibn Abbas, and he made me sit on his sitting place. He requested me to stay with him, in order that he might give me a share from his property. So I stayed with him for two months. Once he told me that when the delegation of the tribe of Abdul Qais came to the Prophet, the Prophet asked them, Who are the people? Or, Who are the delegate? They replied, We are from the tribe of Rabia. Then the Prophet said to them, Welcome. 
O people, or O delegation of Abu Qais, neither will you have disgrace, nor will you regret. They said, O Allah's Apostle, we cannot come to you except in the sacred month, and there is the infidel tribe of Mudar intervening between you and us. So please order us to do something of good religious deeds, so that we may inform our people whom we have left behind at home, and that we may enter paradise by acting on them. Then they asked about drinks, what is legal and what is illegal. The Prophet ordered them to do four things and forbade them from four things. He ordered them to believe in Allah alone and asked them, Do you know what is better? Do you know what is meant by believing in Allah alone? They replied, Allah and his apostle know better. Thereupon the Prophet said, It means... Firstly, to testify that none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and Muhammad is Allah's apostle. Two, to offer prayers perfectly. Three, to pay the zakat. Four, to observe fast during the month of Ramadan. And five, to pay one-fifth of the booty to be given in Allah's cause. Then he forbade them four things, namely, Hantam, Duba, Nakir and Musafat, or Mukayr, author's note, these were the names of pots in which alcoholic drinks were prepared. The Prophet mentioned the container of wine, and he meant the wine itself as well. The Prophet further said to them, Memorize these instructions, and convey them to the people whom you have left behind. Chapter 51 Narrated by Umar bin al-Khattab Allah's Apostle said, The reward of deeds depends upon the intention, and every person will get the reward according to what he has intended. So whoever emigrated for Allah and his Apostle, then his emigration was for Allah and his Apostle. And whoever emigrated for worldly beliefs, or for a woman to marry, his emigration was for what he emigrated for. Chapter 52 Narrated by Abu Masud The Prophet said, if a man spends on his family, sincerely for Allah's sake, then it is a kind of almsgiving in reward for him. Chapter 53 Narrated by Sa'd bin Abi Waqas Allah's Apostle said, You will be rewarded for whatever you spend for Allah's sake, even if it were a morsel which you put in your wife's mouth. Chapter 54 Narrated by Jarir bin Abdullah I gave the Pledge of Allegiance to Allah's Apostle for the following. Firstly, offer prayers perfectly. Secondly, pay the zakat, also known as obligatory charity. And three, be sincere and true to every Muslim. Chapter 55 Narrated by Ziyad bin Ilaka I heard Jarir bin Abdullah praising Allah. On the day when Al-Mughira bin Shuba died, Jarir got up on the pulpit and thanked and praised Allah and said, Be afraid of Allah alone, who has none along with him to be worshipped. You should be calm and quiet till the new chief comes to you, and he will come to you soon. Ask Allah's forgiveness for your late chief, because he himself loved to forgive others. Jarir added, Now then, I went to the Prophet and said, I give my pledge of allegiance to you for Islam. The Prophet conditioned my pledge for me to be sincere 
and true to every Muslim. So I gave my pledge to him for this. By the lord of this mosque, I am sincere and true to you Muslims. Then Jarir asked for Allah's forgiveness and came down from the pulpit. <laughs>